Well, hello there. My name is Jan Burt, and this is my podcast, The Burt Not Ernie Show, where we talk about God's promises and the hope those promises bring to our everyday lives. Whenever I meet somebody new, I introduce myself as Jan Burt and say, like Burt and Ernie, since it's easy to confuse my last name with a different one. And almost always, people smile when they think of Burt and Ernie. That got me thinking. I'm a Burt, and I'm not an Ernie. But how often do we live as if we're someone God never meant for us to be? Part of knowing who you are is knowing who you're not. Hence the name, The Burt Not Ernie Show. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dig into God's promises. Good to be back with you for another episode of the Burt Not Ernie Show today. My name is Jan Elbert and I am your host. You can find me at janelbert.com or on Facebook at Titus 2 Discipleship with Jan Elbert. You can also find me on Instagram at uh, Titus 2 Disciple Jan Burt. And you can also sign up for my free newsletter. Lots of ways to stay in touch with me. I would really love to get to know you better through those mediums. So today we're going to look at something from the middle of the Bible, from Psalm, Psalm 40, verses 16 and 17. We are going to do the Amplified and the NIV, the New International Version, so we get a little more depth and breadth to what we're studying, but I'm going to read it from the NIV right now, right off the bat, so you've got that verse kind of like in your heart and mind before we even get going. So, okay, here is what it says in the NIV, Psalm 40, 16 and 17. But may all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. May those who long for your saving help always say, the Lord is great. So, um, gosh, I'm going to pause here. I'm already going to pause and start blabbing again. But I love the use of the word is. The Lord is great. That present tense is, that's really awesome. That's awesome to say out loud. Just If you can, if you're in a place where you can right now, just say out loud, the Lord is great. There's just something about speaking God's word out loud, saying the Lord is great, not referencing his past miracles and not wishfully thinking about what he might do in the future, but right now in the present saying the Lord is great. Right now he is great indeed. And he is, isn't he? It's so true. Okay, sorry, back to verse 17 from the NIV. But as for me, I am poor and needy. May the Lord think of me. You are my help and my deliverer. You are my God. Do not delay. Wow. So the psalmist here, he states his case. He knows what his position or his estate actually is. He knows he's poor and needy. And honestly, guys, even on our very best day, aren't we just like poor and needy before the Lord? Like God values our honesty And he really does love our humility. Humbleness is a great attribute that the Lord is blessed by. God alone is great. We are not. So, um, you know, the purpose of the Burt Not Ernie show is to know who you are and to know who you're not. I'm not great. I got to know that I know that I know that I'm not great. I got to know that I know that I know that my Lord and my God is indeed very great. So may the Lord, may the Lord think of me. May the Lord think of me, the psalmist says here in the second sentence or stanza of, of verse 17 of the psalm. May the Lord think of me. Wow, that's that's short, but super specific and very personal request that he's making of the Lord here. When is the last time that you can remember asking God to think of you? 
when's the last time you can remember in your prayer time saying, Lord, think of me. You know, our enemy, our enemy, Satan, he works overtime trying to get us to never get real and raw in our prayer time. He doesn't want us getting real and he doesn't want us to be raw. But how else can we ever find healing and deliverance that we so desperately need? Maybe the, that, that dirty old devil just doesn't want us being transparent and honest before God and before others so that he can keep us like in darkness and bondage and unhealed and undelivered for as long as possible. That is pretty good motivation. That should be plenty of motivation for each one of us to take our personal and specific and raw request right before the Lord. So, and then there is in the second half of verse 17, the prayer states the true fact that God alone is our help and our deliverer. The psalmist is reaffirming here that this God is his personal God and he appeals to him as such. Like when it's my car, when it's my car, I can drive it a whole lot differently than when it's my best friend's car. Maybe my BFF got a new car and she's letting me take it out for a spin. I'm going to drive it completely differently than the way I drive my car. They're two completely different things. When it's my house, I can paint the walls any color that I like. But when I'm a renter, I can't do that. You see, you see where I'm going with this, right? Is God your God? Is God your God? If he is, you can come to him differently than you would if he were only your pastor's God or the God of your parents. Now, I know you already know this. I know you already know this, but are you living this? You might know it in your knower and not be living it in your life. So are you living this way? How are you living? The Christ following life is not just about our knowing. It's really about our living. When we live like we don't know what we really do know, then we're living like tenants, like renters, and we're not living like heirs in Christ. I'm going to say that again. When we live like we don't know what we really do know, then we live like tenants instead of like heirs of Christ. So then right after the psalmist says, you are my God, he writes this, do not delay. I love this. I love this. What a challenge is laid out here before us in this passage. We, we can live like this. We can pray like this. So what's stopping us? What stops us? I can, I could sit here and I can rattle off a whole long list of reasons that have to do with propriety, properness, right behavior, kind of saying that you need to know your place. Um, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, that's the point of my podcast, to know your place, know your actual real place, your place. When we take a biblical look at prayer, your place is never to be out of the Lord's presence. Okay, know your place. Your place as a believer when you're thinking about prayer is never to be outside of the Lord's presence. Your place, your place is right there next to the Lord. Never to be a prayer who prays from the outside looking in. You're not a tenant. You can come boldly before the throne of grace and make your requests known to your very personal and very loving Father. All right, so now let's just glance at the same passage from the Amplified Bible. It's, um, it's powerful, but a little bit lengthy and, and wordy in this translation. It can have some extra words because it sort of condenses information you might find in a concordance, like the depth of the Hebrew and the Greek are just explained better with more words. And that's why the Amplified version has so many more words, but it's also 
um, it brings more clarity, I guess. With that depth is more clarity. So let me read it. And it's also in the show notes, but I'm going to read it out loud and kind of see if you get an idea for why I'm using it here. Okay, so here's what it says. It says, let all those who seek and require you rejoice and be glad in you. Let such as love your, your salvation say continually, the Lord be magnified. As for me, I am poor and needy, yet the Lord takes thought and plans for me. You are my helper and deliverer. Oh my God, do not tarry. Wow. Okay. Um, that's amazing. Let all those who seek you and require you rejoice and be glad in you. I love the use of the word require here. Is God a requirement for you? He sure is for me. I'm an epic fail, like on the daily without him. I require him for every single thing, big or little. And my gladness really does expand when I'm seeking and requiring the Lord. So then it goes on to say, let such as love your salvation say continually, the Lord be magnified. It's pretty darn hard to be self-absorbed, to be self-centered, self-pitying when I'm A, loving the Lord's salvation, and when I'm B, continually saying the Lord be magnified. It's, it's a fix for self. It's a fix for self, if that makes sense. Like whatever your self issue is, focusing on this little passage from Psalm 40 is a, is a cure for it. it. It's a fix for it. Do you think that when you walk in the Lord's throne room, when you walk into his throne room for your time in prayer, that if you walk in there saying, I praise you, Lord, and I love your salvation, Lord, be magnified, be magnified. Do you think maybe your outlook, your joy, your excitement about your prayer time, about all of life, that all could change for the better? Think about that for a second. How do you think God looks at us when we come to him this way? When we come to him saying, Lord, be magnified. I praise you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I love your salvation. Be magnified. Think about that. Roll that around in your mind for a hot minute and get excited about how God would would uh, perceive you, bless you, because you're glorifying him in the way that your whole attitude has changed just by making that one small change to the way you start out your prayer time. So in the Amplified, it goes on to say, I am poor and needy, same as the NIV, but it also adds this extra dimension, this extra depth. It says, yet the Lord takes thought and plans for me. I think that might be something that somebody needs to hear. Somebody needs to hear that God takes thought of you. He sees. He sees it all. And he's planning for you based on the promise here that he's taking thought of you. It ends similarly to the NIV. It says, you are my help and my deliverer. Oh my God, do not tarry. In the Amplified, help and deliverer are capitalized. That's just, that's so perfect, is it not? They're, gosh, these are two of God's names. If he is help, if his name is help, can he do other than help? Since his name is deliverer, he is deliverer. Will he not deliver us? And the heart cry to our personal God. He is my God. He is your God. Individually, not just corporately. Will my God, my personal God, who takes thought and plans for me, will he tarry? Will he delay? Will God be tardy? Is he going to just linger and take too long? Is he going to stay where he is and not act, not move, but just stay in place? Well, he says, behold, I'm doing a new thing. And that doesn't 
ever sound like staying in one place to me. God does not loiter. His name will never be Loiterer with a capital L. Don't ever think like that because it's a flat out lie from the evil one. God cannot show up too late because he never, ever tarries too long. So let's take the passage and let's apply it to our personal prayer requests. And ideally, you're going to do that today. You don't, listen, never put off prayer. You don't want to put off prayer. It is really vital that you talk to your personal Savior more than once a day. Converse with him, confide in him, and then receive from him during your prayer time. Don't miss this for the world. And I really do mean that. That's a saying. I wouldn't miss it for the world, but like really think about this. I mean it literally. It's not a figure of speech. If you miss your prayer time because of some worldly thing calling to you, that's a bad trade. That's a bad trade. Don't do it. It's kind of like um, Star Wars. It's a trap. Yeah, that's a trap every time. Don't miss this for the world. The world handed to you on a silver platter it ain't worth it. Nuh-uh. Nah, it ain't worth it. Don't miss this. I think that um, this is a short one today. I think that's about all there is. I'm just going to wrap it up here today. Um, I will put in the show notes the verses in both the NIV and the Amplified version. And I encourage you to take the, say there's like eh, 12 minutes, 12 extra minutes that I normally talk on a podcast episode, I want to encourage you to take that 12 minutes and go talk about these verses to the Lord. Go spend that time in prayer. Converse with him about whatever is on your heart right now at this moment. Talk to our Abba Father. Take it to the Holy Spirit, right? Um, I pray this encourages you somehow. And if it does, if it's a blessing, share it. This is a short episode. Everybody has time to listen for 13, 14 minutes. Really, everybody's got 13 or 14 minutes. So if you think this would encourage somebody today, please share it with them. Use the little share buttons that are right there on the podcast player, post it on social media, uh, leave a review. And coming up in the future, I have um, I have an announcement here. I'll just make real quick. The 2020 New Year New Beginnings Conference for Moms is coming up very soon. And I'm going to have three sessions at, at that, uh, that online kind of digital conference. And I'll be sharing some info about it as it becomes available. But I also wanted to let you know, I have a session in there about an orphan spirit, redeeming the orphan spirit. It's crazy important. I've never had such spiritual resistance in my life when I've done anything. And I've done a lot of things. I've served the Lord with open hands and open hearts. And I've never once almost not obeyed um, and just said, I'm not doing it. But there was so much resistance to the orphan spirit message that um, I almost said that. I really did. It was hard for me to make myself do it. It was so tough. So um, I hope that you will maybe uh, join that conference session, buy a ticket, a virtual ticket when it becomes available, because um, I it's for somebody. I think it's for a lot of somebodies. It was brutal. It was brutal. Let me just tell you. So I hope that it's, it's going to be a blessing to people that need it, because I didn't do all that fighting for nothing. Satan wasn't coming after me for no reason. It's not for my sake. Seriously, I'm small potatoes. It's because he doesn't want anybody ever delivered or healed from the orphan spirit. That's really what it's all about. It's about, about you guys on the other side of the mic. Okay, so you can also sign up for my weekly newsletter and um, find me on Instagram and Facebook. But above all, please... Right now, just stop this podcast and spend this time praying. Give the Lord 10 to 12 minutes of your time today and pray 
Um, and remember, when you go to your prayer time, to start it out by just saying, Lord, be magnified. Be magnified. I praise you, Lord. I love your salvation. And be magnified. And just see what he'll do in that time that you spend with him today. Thanks so much for hanging out here with me. I really do mean that. I, I Your time is valuable, and I'm thankful that you spend it here. Be blessed to know I'm praying for you. And for everybody who listens, I prayed for you today. I've, you've been prayed for. So um, I'm going to see you again soon. Thanks so much. God bless. And bye-bye. I'm so glad you joined me for this episode of the Burt Not Ernie Show. It's an honor and a blessing to talk about God's promises with you. Have a fabulous day. And remember, part of knowing who you are is knowing who you're not. Lord bless. I'll see you next time.